Welcome to CoinGeek Conversations, coming to you today from London and New York, where my guest has just launched a groundbreaking BSV product for consumers and described others even more amazing to come. I'm looking forward to hearing about his plans. So thank you and welcome to the co-founder of Peer Technologies, Jeff Beck. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Charles. Great to be here. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. Let's talk about uh, the product that you announced at the CoinGeek conference yesterday, which is a Chrome extension that allows you to do some incredible things on Twitter. Can you just describe what I will be able to do when I've downloaded your extension? Yes. Um, so at the current current stage of PeerSend, you'll be able to send uh, BSV pretty much anywhere on the internet, any web pages, any social media platform, as long as you see the, the PayMail address somewhere. So if you see the PayMail address on, uh, say, a Medium, uh, then the extension will highlight the PayMail and uh, from there, you'll be able to send money directly with just one click. Uh, also, we recently launched the Twitter integration. So if you connect Twitter to PeerSend, you don't need a PayMail anymore. You could just, you could just go to scroll down the, the Twitter post and then every post will have a uh, button that we generate. So if you click the button, then you'll be able to send money directly to the author of that post. And the, the content creator, the author of the tweet, doesn't have to, doesn't need to know about Bitcoin, doesn't have to have an extension. Uh, you could still send them, but, uh, the receiver is given 24 hours to claim that money that, that, that is received, uh, that is sent. Right. So they um, get a, they get a little notice saying you've been yeah. sent $5 or something. And if you want to collect it, you will have to sign up for hand cash. Yeah. That's right. And so this is an incredible uh, way of onboarding people to the, the mm -hmm. Bitcoin SV world. Yes. In order for Bitcoin to sort of expand the ecosystem, uh, you know, we've been doing pretty well. We've been building our own sort of like siloed uh, BSV services. Uh, but we wanted a, we wanted a service that could sort of help out non-BSV people, uh, non-BSV creators. So if I am the recipient of $5 or, or whatever on Twitter and I uh, follow the uh, link to Handcash and I sign up to Handcash, I don't actually have to put any money into the wallet that I create, do I? I just will receive the money um, according to whatever's been sent to me. Yeah, that's right. So how does the system know that the Handcash wallet that I register is linked to my Twitter account. Is that just something that is easy for you to organize behind the scenes? Well, the, the receiver also needs to connect Twitter account to, uh, to the extension. So at the extension, there's a thing called connect. And when you click the connect, uh, domain, you know, you'll be able to connect all the social media, uh, accounts or even email. Uh, it's not supported yet, but, you know, we're going to continue to, uh, support the other social platform integration. So for example, if you have a Facebook or Twitter account, you need to connect that account to Pearson. So we recognize that that's, you actually own that account. So it's a way of verifying, verifying your, your, your identity. 
And then you've got plans to extend this in some quite amazing ways. The one that really caught my eye was you said that you're going to be able to buy items on Amazon using the Chrome extension uh, without having an Amazon account. Is that right? That's the goal. And and we've done some research and, I, I, and we believe that is is technically possible. So the way it works is that, so the, the, the thesis is uh, this, this whole traditional internet model is, is, is where the platforms sort of own you. You know, you have to register your account. You have to fill up the information, do email verification. You have to do all kinds of sort of processes to, to use the service of a single entity, which is Amazon. If you want to use uh, another service that is not Amazon, they have to go through the exactly the same process. Uh, so this, the whole internet is, is pretty much, you know, divided by the platform and services. It's divided by the, by currency, basically. It's divided by currencies. It's divided by the uh, countries, even. Right. So we wanted to sort of eliminate the entire funnels or entire processes. Uh, of each platforms or each services at the same time sort of merge all that together into a single identity and single cash system and it's not bound to a current currency or country or or uh, platforms or anything like that it's just seamlessly done uh, without anything so the way it works is that when you submit your home address uh, at Pearsent, then we'll create a buy button on the product that you see on amazon or ebay uh, and then you click to purchase it, then we will take care of the currency conversion and order on behalf of you so that you know can, Amazon can deliver the product that you just bought. Who will Amazon think that the customer is if I buy something through you? What we're trying to do with even Twitter or Amazon or Facebook, uh, we, you know, the, the goal is not to talk to them at all. You know, the goal is not to have even you know conversation with them or any business deal whatsoever. Um, so uh, the Amazon, uh, there there are companies that provide sort of API uh, aggregator where that you can plug in and connect to the uh, Amazon Best Buy and Nike, uh, so that you could just directly buy from from that API. So. Um, we will be the customer of uh, we will be the customer of the API provider that is connected to the Amazon. Right. So if I come back and buy something else on Amazon, although I think I'm on the Amazon website, I'm not really. I'm on uh, the Amazon website um, as seen through your extension, I suppose. Will I see my own history of what I've bought from Amazon, for instance, as you would? If you went direct to Amazon, or will I? Will it be like I'm coming to it for the first time again? Um, if you are already an Amazon user and you're registered, you have all this, uh, you know, you're you're an Amazon customer, then, you know, so the the, the good that you bought from Pearson is not going to show up in your in your uh, purchase items. But if I bought a second item through Pearson, mm -hmm. would would I see the first item, or would it be? Just like a whole new thing starting oh. again. No, it, that's something that we could provide definitely. Um, that's that's a that's the job of Pearsent. So it's very early stage, but but you, you made a good point. We need to we need to show the the history of items that you purchased uh, through our extension. You know, that's the that's the thing that we we need to do.
there are a lot of problems that we need to figure out. For example, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you return the product, right? Because if you're returning it, uh, then, then it has to go through us, and that's, that's a difficult challenge. But there are work around, around that, solution, uh, that, that problem. Is there a danger that you're opening yourself up to risk here because customers could hide behind your service, as it were, to get things out of Amazon without really taking responsibility for receiving them or any of the other customer service problems that might arise? Yeah, so it really depends on the scale of the business and how big it can go. Uh, but we're, we're not talking about the new idea here. There are, there are already companies doing the same thing uh, but we are providing the service as a feature, not as a core business uh, function, right? So uh, the, the the core business is a it's basically a social payment on on the internet. But in addition, you could do purchase and you could do uh, other stuff. But there are there are billion dollar businesses that are already doing a uh, similar thing, you know, like Klarna or Affirm. You know, those there are there are public companies with billions of revenue. They are connected to the, the pretty much all e-commerce platforms so that you can have a single ship, a uh, single item cart, uh, you know, item cart that is connected to the all, all kinds of e-commerce. So it's not a new idea. It is, hmm. it's totally doable. It's just that there's no product that, that provides a, a cryptocurrency to do it. And there's no product uh, out there that, that allows you to buy it, uh, on the, on, on the browser with just a simple button. You mentioned that you didn't want to have any conversations with uh, Amazon or Twitter or anybody like that. I've seen it suggested already since you announced this that Twitter might not be very pleased about the uh, pay- payment button that you've added to their, uh, to their site. Do you mm-hmm. think there are going to be uh, those kind of problems or even regulatory problems related to the ideas that you've got. Yeah, that, that is a possibility. That is definitely a possibility. If Twitter sort of, uh, technically speaking, it's very, it's very difficult for Twitter to directly ban Pearson because we're not, we're simply modifying the web content through customers, uh, interface, not, not their own, not their system. So, uh, but, but there are many other ways to sort of stop us, right? Um, the legal stuff. If Pearson is to be banned through a legal attack or anything like that, then it's a, it's a, it's purely a political reason, not, not really for a, a, a legal or technical reason. Uh, because there are similar products out there and, and they seem to be doing fine. Right. In the products that you've described, I think, uh, you're talking about units of numbers of dollars and things. You're not, specifically going into the micropayments side of things. I'm wondering whether you've got plans to expand in that direction as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people have sort of asked us to support 0.001 dollar, you know, you know, uh, tens of pennies. And, but, you know, as a, as a sort of product guy, as a business, you know, operator, you always have to care about, uh, what problem you're trying to solve. And just because you're technically capable or possible to do certain things doesn't mean that you should do it because it may not make sense. So BSV, obviously, it, it's, it's a, it's a micropayment system, instant micropayment uh, functionality. It's a great to have, uh, for a, any applications, but 
the thesis of Pearson is to have a social interaction. It's it's a phenomenon that that sort of arose uh, recently from you know Twitch or YouTube or all these streaming services that that people actually you know pay this. These uh, streamers, uh, you know, the, this the money is being used as a social interaction. So that, you know, people pay you to seek attention, basically, and then you, in return, you give relationship back. You know, you give attention back. That's how the social interaction on the internet is supposed to be. But you're not going to have a relationship with zero point zero zero one dollar in social structure. That's a spam. You know, people say you know micropayment is not a spam. But it's not a spam because you're 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 providing an incentive for miners. But that's not a social environment. That you're you're that's technical environment. Right. But if you talk to one of these uh, uh, BSV based social media businesses, they will say that if somebody sends me not one of a cent, it doesn't represent anything that's of any financial value. But it's a a pat on the back that is. Of some more value than just pressing the like button, and that that money gives it a slightly different meaning, perhaps. Yeah, that's the argument. I just don't believe in that because you know you could try it out. You you can go to Twitch or YouTube, and then you pay streamer. It's it's not technically possible to send a cent, but imagine you're sending a, a ten cent to a streamer, and they're not going to give you any reaction. Uh, the the streamers who receive thousands of dollars from a one person or or Thousands of dollars from a lot of people, and then they're not gonna give you a reaction if you send him a dollar, right? So it's all relative, but but uh, it's it's just like in in any social circumstances. Let's say let's say uh, you want to pay some money to a street musician. You know, you you're enjoying the music, very talented. You want to appreciate that 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 the moment that you you enjoyed. And if you if you throw a quarter or you know even ten cent, then it's actually I I believe the street musicians will be offended, right? It's it's actually re- it will create a reverse effect, right? Right. Um, so we don't believe in a micropayment in sort of any social circuit, social uh, environment. Micropayment could be vastly valuable for other application, other use cases. For example, like uh, like haste, you know, is micropayment based. Gaming, so you can receive money uh, instantly and a lot of from a lot of people, but that's not that's not a social environment that that we're trying to create on the internet. I saw that you'd been uh, working in this uh, sector, blockchain and Bitcoin and so on, for quite a long time since 2013. How did you m- make your present company? What what does it consist of uh, besides yourself? Do you have uh, staff and how, how did you get to the position of being able to launch the product that you have just launched? Well, yes, I've been involved with the blockchain industry. Uh, I've, I've worked at a Bitcoin exchange back in 13, 14. I've worked at a blockchain-focused VC in China. Uh, I've worked at a, a consortium organization called R3. So, yeah, I, I've been moving around. And, but I, I, I always have been a Bitcoin, Bitcoin guy. So from BTC but, to BCH and BSD. And are you a, a developer? No, I am not. I'm not. So um, you're a, on the more on the business side, or? Yeah, so product and business. Um, right. With um, Peer Technologies, how how did you sort of uh, get that going as a business as it as you have now? 
Yeah, so I was working at a at a company that that I founded, and it sort of failed later on. But uh, but we were discussing the idea of BSV because that's when the BSV was sort of uh, diverting from 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 BCH and and uh, as a just just an investor, right? So I I believe I, I believe that BSV was the right right path. So we went on on BSV, and then we started thinking. Uh, as the ecosystem matures, we started thinking we could just build a company on it. So we, I, I, you know, before the company sort of goes off, I, I recruited a bunch of people inside the company and then set up a different company and, and built pure companies. So how many staff do you work with at the moment? We have eight people now. And wh- where, are you ba- where are you based? We're based in Seoul. Most, uh, most of them are in Seoul, Korea. But we have people in you know Europe and, and elsewhere. And do you have big plans to expand, or is that sufficient to uh, to, de- to to deliver the plans you have at the moment? Yeah, I mean, we we started like this, but every company has a big vision and a big dream, um, and we believe that in order to achieve what we envision. Uh, we need to build a, a whole new infrastructure and a whole new browser. Unless you build the, the Bitcoin has its own browser that is that is fundamentally different from the existing browsers and have money layer built in. You know, unless we have that, it's very difficult to to for Bitcoin to succeed because you're always going to be competing with Twitch, competing with Twitter, and you know that that's just a, a very slow and and maybe not realistic approach. So we will eventually going to have to build a browser ourselves. On the other hand. What you've done at the moment is so good in that it's incredibly easy for people to get started. They just download the browser extension and then they're invited to download Handcash because there's some money waiting for them. I mean, what could be a better way of making this thing grow rather than trying to transfer them onto a whole new browser? The ex- extension is great for a start, but extension has a, has a limit, right? It doesn't really work on mobile but but you know ninety percent of the users are actually in mobile, um, so we need to be, we need to have a mobile browser. Uh, I mean, the Apple launched the uh, mobile Safari browser extension, but still it has has many limitations. What about mobile apps? People are using apps on their phone rather than the, rather than the browser. How can you get into that world? There are uh, a sort of trick to to get in, but. Uh, it's just not the ideal experience that we want to pursue. So, uh, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be difficult for apps to integrate Pearson or even just, just BSV in general because, yeah, just you would have to convince Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook to do it, right? So that's, that's going to be challenging. Right, because those are, those are sort of walled gardens that uh, you can't yeah. enter unless they've, they've given you permission. You announced some other products that you are going to be launching in the future, like how to monetize the second half of your Medium post. Can you tell me about some of those ideas that are coming up as well? Yeah, so the it's called plugin. So you can actually create your own button with with various functions. So a pay to read button, or pay to view, or donation button, or crowdfunding button, or tip button. So you could have a like money button has a swipe button, but you could create that button and post it on Twitter or Facebook or any any web pages that that you you have access to. For non extension users, they're not going to see the button. They're going to see some some gibberish schema. 
But for extension users, you, you know, they will see the, uh, the graphical UI based button. Uh, and that will, that those, those plugins will have various functions. You know, like you said, the, the pay to read plugin button that, that can hide the, uh, the designated content that, that, uh, uh, and create a, you know, paywall. And if people pay that, then we'll show the, we'll decrypt the content and then show, show it to it. You, you've been at the Bitcoin conference for the last three days, meeting other entrepreneurs, presumably. What's your feeling about the general state of, uh, the world of BSV, having, having been in the, the, the industry for quite some time, as I mentioned? Where are we now? <laughs> uh, we are definitely very early. Uh, definitely early, you know, uh, there are companies that we really like and, and admire, uh, like Handcash, you know, they're very professional, but we, you know, it, it seems like we need, we need, uh, like professionalism more. I would, ex- I would expect companies to be more professional and, you know, build out, build out a, a really good product. Everyone's trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, as much as I, I, I love so much about BSV, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I try to be very harsh on, on the standard, uh, internally and externally. So, uh, you know, I get, so this is a, one of the reasons why I get disappointed pretty easily because it's, you know, because if you're building a company and put skin in the game, you invest your own money, you know, you have investors relying on you, uh, it, it's, it's very important for you to be very focused and, and do, you know, put every, every, everything into the company and build, build out, uh, the vision that works. And it's no, it's no joke to us, right? It's no, it's no joke. Um, so we, we don't have a, I don't, I don't have a patience or, or time for promises and, you know, the coming soon sort of themes, you know, we, we don't play that game. Um, so yeah, we would love to see more companies building like actual product that works. Well, Jeff, I think everyone at the conference and me as well has been incredibly impressed with what you've announced and what you've brought out this week. Um, so uh, we'll be following following the company with great interest in the coming months. So thank you so much for talking to me and really good luck with it all. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for inviting. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks very much to Jeff Beck. And by the way, Jeff told me that he decided he'd translate his Korean name like that for use by English speakers, partly to pay tribute to the legendary British rock guitarist. Well, let's hope that the new Jeff Beck goes on to equally legendary achievements. Next week, we'll be exploring technology history with Scott Stornetta and Stuart Haber, who worked together to produce the digital timestamping mechanism that's a key part of the design of Bitcoin. So please join me, Charles Miller, again next week. And thanks for listening.